1: Hello everyone, and welcome to Club Deck Corner Christmas Special live uh, here on Club at Twenty Two, the Rangers podcast. Uh, we've dressed for the occasion, I'm wearing a hat, and it's bloody roasting, so I'm not sure how long I'll be keeping this hat on for. And we're here to start off the, the Christmas period. Uh, And Christmas is always better when Rangers are top of the league, let's be honest Uh, I'm your host, Scott Carney, and before I introduce the guys, let me just say We know over the past few days, everything that's come out, all the restrictions, etc, etc, is pretty terrible Um, We're not really all having a good time about it We are going to spend a bit of time talking about it, but we are really here to just try and have a laugh And try and get everybody back in a bit of the Christmas Christmas
2: spirit Um, So
1: joining me is Mr Happy himself, Ali Pearson
2: how we done? I can hear Ryan's kids in the background, or maybe Scotia's got some kids in this house. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not too. I'm not too bad to be honest. As a damn know what's happened over the last couple of days there, um, but we've seen it coming to be honest. But it's um, I will probably get into. It. It's disappointing, especially the Christmas period, because Christmas is all about. Meeting up with your pals, having a couple of babies, and the footballs on and the Darts is on as well, which is always good. So it's, it's disappointing. So that
1: hat lasted like I don't know how long we've been going. A minute forty-four. Oh <laughs> my god, man! The missus is working from home just now, and it is roasting in here. So I I, I couldn't I couldn't keep that on any longer. Um, Ryan Haymarsh, how are you, mate?
3: i good boys, good to see you, um, I've actually got the Christmas jumper that matches that hat, um, but I thought it was too much green and white shite, so that's why I didn't that wear is. it, um, <laughs> however I got, this, I got this Christmas jumper a couple of years ago and I must have grown a wee bit because it fits me now and it didn't fit me two years ago, um, so I feel like a big boy now that I actually fit into this jumper, or a fat bastard.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have a disc for this for years as well. This is like a proper old man's like Christmas cardigan thing, uh, but it's again I don't know how long this is going to last. Man, I'm sweltering here. I'm about to pass out. Scotia, how are you? Looking very festive mate, me, like the Santa hat.
0: Yeah, I thought I'd actually lost this because I had memories of someone pinching it off me in the pub years ago on Christmas Eve. But I found it, dug it out from the back. So yeah, I was glad I found it because it's quite a good good wee warm hat. So my we'd be like you it, it's roasting. So this might come off at any stage through the through the pod.
1: Yeah, I think one minute, me having that hot pretty impressive. And it is a bit of a I know it's like a cross between an Aberdeen and a Celtic hat, but it's an else hat and it is Christmas. I mean, come on, do you know what I mean? I, I i did my best. Do you know what I mean? I dressed for the occasion, come on. Um but aye so we're live as i say um we're going to try and raise the spirits a wee bit please do like the video subscribe to the youtube channel uh you can also join the channel as well uh, and you can also buy the podcast a coffee if you don't want to join the channel uh scotia is always very thirsty as we know uh, and a massive shout out to the man best known as Mark fader who very kindly has bought us three coffees today um Amazing, uh, and thank you so much for the support. I don't know if because he bought his three, uh, I don't want to be presumptuous here and think maybe he just couldn't afford the four, which is more than understandable considering he's bought three. But I wonder who he doesn't like.
2: He likes Scotia, definitely. Scotia's a fan's <laughs> favourite <laughs> here, so nice. So it's one of us three, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's probably, yeah, probably as one of us. it's probably me, and that yeah, is probably me. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, we have had to. Cancel a live show, which was a bit of a a bit in the stones for all of us. Uh, just due to the restrictions that are in, it's just not possible in the venue that we, we were going to be in. In the Viceroy, it's not possible for the the show to go ahead. You would literally have about fifteen people in the room at the very, very most if we were to go ahead with it. So unfortunately, we um we can't do it, uh, which is a real shame. We'll try and rearrange it for a future date. I'm not sure when this is going to be because where we're going to start. Obviously, we don't know where football is going to be played or when it's going to be played or how it's going to be played. Uh, but we'll get into that. And finally, just before we do. Um, Club at 22 it is supported by Manscaped The best of men's below the waist grooming um, Go to manscaped.com Use the code club at 22 You'll get 20% off and free shipping I actually got my second delivery from Manscaped um, I had a stock up on my my ball deodorant So
2: I'm I'm sorted for my ball deodorant uh, You must have run out by now No I've still got a wee bit left I think Scotia's ran out of his He's been lathering his balls and that deodorant <laughs> <laughs> you smell him when he comes into the pub <laughs> uh yeah but um right let's
1: let's address the elephant in the room gentlemen and um, we're going to have to obviously nicholas doesn's come out made an announcement that there's no fans to be in from the 26th of December. Um, absolutely fine for for fans to be in tonight, obviously, uh, but not from the 26th of December onwards. Uh, so, this has obviously caused uh, the rest of the clubs and the Scottish Premiership to come together and try and get the winter break brought forward. As far as I'm aware, it is a 10-2 to two in favour. Ross County and Rangers are the only ones that are against this. There is three possible options. There's one, everything stops as of the end of the games tonight. Um, the winter break starts, and then the other one is, you play ball Boxing day, then you the winter break starts and the third option is uh, you don't have any break at all. I've come to you, mate. I know this has been a, a bit of a gutter, and it's a gutter for all of us. We're all, we all we were our our podcast night out was going to be Boxing Day, um and now it can't happen, obviously. So your thoughts on all of this, mate.
2: Got it. And you I did say to you get, to you guys on, on Saturday I, I I felt this could be our last game at Ibrooks this year. Um, and it's, it's correct now, but it's some of the rules are ridiculous, I think. I mean, you can have fans in tonight, so COVID isn't about tonight, but it's about the 27th. You can go to the pub on the twitch So basically all the games, if they're played in the 26th, we can all go to the pub because the pub restrictions don't kick into the 27th. So... Technically, all the fans that were going to Ibrox could just descend on Glasgow into all the pubs. And to me, that's worse. It's indoors, less ventilation. Jason Leach came out today and went, there's the 500 fans that they've put in. There's no science behind that. And I'd like to see, we've been at Full Houses now since August. So I don't think there's anything to suggest that... Cases have gone up because of football matches. It's an easy target, football matches, and we all know we were going to get hit with it. And the 500 fans, what Rangers will do, I don't know. Is it worth letting 500 fans in? Is it? Is it in terms of finances? To I can't see them doing it. I I, I think they'll just leave it. But it's um, it's a farce. And obviously, we've we've got a, a club on the other side of the city coming out with a statement last night saying they want to move the winter break to accommodate their fans let's not beat around the bush that's utter garbage the only reason they want to do that is because they've got certain players that are unavailable for the 2nd of january and they want to push it further back so they can have those players available that's the bottom line there was a guy with hibs out today saying i we want to push it back because sean is only in the door now so it gives him another three weeks to to get with the team so these teams have got agendas they've all got agendas and um Celtic's restatement of, I know it's about the fans, utter garbage Yeah, an absolute lot of shit, let's be completely honest, I
1: just, ah, uh, no I'm not having that at all, we all know why it's been done, every team's looking out for their best interest, Ryan, I don't think there's any doubt about it, um I can understand why not well one team obviously Ali mentioned their Celtic I, I will not go on board with them given any sort of excuse that they want to give but there is one blatant reason why they want that to happen. The rest of the teams I can kind of get it look it's uh, it's been a hard it's been a hard couple of years for every football team, and they are obviously looking out for the best interests of their club. however, there is no guarantee that this is going anywhere. We could just be literally kicking the ball further down the street. We're still going to need to go and get it.
3: Ho, ho, ho. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think the only guarantee is that it's not going away. Uh, COVID is not going anywhere at all. And the, vari- the variations are going to come about. As far as I know, there's a scientist, come out, or a professor has come out today and said there is no science behind... Any transferable infections at outdoor events or sporting events? There's nothing behind that to suggest that closing these these games would would prevent it. So again, I'm trying to be professional about this, and obviously, <laughs> where people vote different parties, we don't want to get political. But this government were quick 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 to condemn all of us when we went to George Square, and probably put out tweets. condemn us going to George Square before some of us even arrived at George Square and the figures after those, uh, two weeks after that had actually went down and uh, much today probably they were unhappy about that but nothing was said about that and there was obviously protests protest after that, we could go on about this forever but this government don't like football, they don't like football fans and we are suffering once again it's very very frustrating but Football needs to carry on. It needs to carry on for people's mental health. There is no... There's no logical reason to stop football. If you're going to stop the fans going into the ground, OK, you can't stop football. That it is just It does not make sense. This isn't going anywhere. And uh, football has to continue. And that mob for East End are... are living up to their name as the beggars. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I mean... I'm gonna share something that I don't even know if I probably should, but I will. Um my old man tested positive for COVID. Uh he tested positive after the what game was it? What did we play last Wednesday? Somebody St. went blank. in Johnston game. Um, he tested positive from the Thursday morning. I was with him all day, uh, not all day, all, the whole match on the Wednesday. Gave him a cuddle when I seen him, gave him a cuddle when we scored, gave him a cuddle when I left him. He tested positive. I then took six tests on the space of four days and I don't have COVID. So where is your science to back up That football crowds are indeed the problem um, It didn't seem to be a problem for me So my dad definitely had Covid on the Wednesday Night when I seen him um, So there's, there's literally no doubt about that So um, thankfully my old man's okay He's fine, um, he for his first Negative test this morning which is brilliant um, So he, he's back to being and fit And he'll be out for Christmas which is great But yeah the, the science doesn't back up The reason behind all this and it's hard Not to, to get angry about the fact that Football fans is an easy and Easy thing to target. Um, Scotia, your thoughts on this um, this decision and the 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 rest of the clubs in Scotland trying to get the winter break moved forward?
0: Yeah. So yeah, the, there is the two aspects. There's the 500 fans thing, which again just seems like an arbitrary number that they've plucked out the sky, because it wasn't that long ago that we had Cop 26, and now I think Cop 26 is a very important event, very, very important topic to discuss. But the kind of hypocrisy from them wanting us to open our houses to let delegates stay and you know share about, they come in, they can vote about the city freely. There was restrictions put all over Glasgow in the roads and things like that to then turn around. And it does feel perhaps it's because we are so into football that it feels like football's getting punished. Um, but it's like the whole of the premier premier ship clubs have all got attendances well over average attendance is well over five hundred. So a lot of people miss out. Um, like Alipot the Rangers do, do they just keep up for hospitality purposes? That That's the 500 made up of that and, and journalists coming in because, again, we go, we go back to this situation that we were discussing at the start of the season that it's not fair in the people that miss out on tickets. Um, really, so there's that aspect and then there's also what's getting on, on now um, in terms of the options that they want to bring forward. What, would, what option one was what postpone everything after tonight? Yeah, yeah.
1: Option two is, yeah, play so the games. On amount option amount yeah, option two is play the games in boxing and boxing, game, yeah, uh, and then then cancel it. Yeah, and then option this option is on. don't do anything. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, I mean, option one, the, 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 the other clubs don't want because we've not got enough space to fit in the fixtures. Option two, where they want to start back on the 17th of January. Mm. We've got a game on the 21st on the Friday night. So we would Mm. need to play one of our games on the Monday night, really. um, Potentially the Tuesday night to then get that Sterling Albion game played. And that's just one game that we're saving by bringing the the winter break forward. Makes no sense to me. Um, And then the third option to me is the most sensible one. I said this at the start of the season. There should have been contingencies in place because... In the back of my mind, I knew something like this was always going to happen. The Jason Leach has said that the peak of this virus isn't going to be until about end of January, February time. So they are just kicking the can down the road because I honestly can't see full capacity crowds being allowed back in. Um, like you say, it's all about because these big fixtures coming up over the over the Christmas break, and in particular this um, the Old Firm game gives me so many flashbacks to 2007, when the game was postponed. Um, Celtic requesting it um, for the reasons that they wanted to, while Motherwell and Macy actually played their game, continued playing their game. Um, That was cancelled. Alan Hutton would have started that game. He was absolutely on fire that season. Mm -hmm. He gets sold later on in the the transfer window to Villa. Or was it Villa or Spurs? He went to Spurs, wasn't it? Yeah, Spurs. And... um, yeah, when, when the rearranged fixture took place, it was I think it was around March time, very close to like the other Old Firm game. And I think we ended up losing the rearranged fixture. I think Hesselink may have scored that one, if I remember correctly. But yeah, it stinks. And then on top of that, think of all the players that potentially, well, not all the players, but players that will get sold and players that will come in. So they're playing in games that they wouldn't have been eligible before and you're losing players that would have been eligible before. And then we've got the, obviously the three guys for us that are going to be at um, AFCON, because that looks like it's still going to head at the moment. um scotia so would have been playing again.
3: Can I, can I just interrupt you, sorry? Are you, are you suggesting there's an agenda with this? Uh... <laughs> there might be. <laughs> you never know. But it feel, uh, feels like that, doesn't it? Well, it's just in case I misunderstood. <laughs>
0: yeah, because <laughs> see, those those AFCON games, be, it was going to be the Livia game at home, the Ross County game away, and then Hearts and Hibs at home, that they would miss if Nigeria got to the, the sort of final or the, the last three playoff. Um, so now that's going to be likely if this goes through. It'll probably get announced at some point tonight. It'll be the St Mirren game and then the Aberdeen and Celtic games, which are two of our big, massive games. So I'm yeah. not particularly happy what's going on the last few days with this
1: don't think anybody is, mate. Um, it's, as I say, it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, I think also the argument as well was at least we were getting to watch the football. Um, we were taking kind of a, a bit of a bit of something from that. Okay, we weren't getting to go to the football, but we're still getting to watch it. And it looks like we're not even going to get to watch it now. And this is all just to fit. Um, one club's agenda Has started it And it's snowballed And the rest of the clubs Have joined on the back of it And it's left us In this position now Where it's definitely Going to happen I've got no doubt That the winter break Is going to get brought forward And I could the only The only kind of team That I see not benefit, benefiting From it really Is Rangers And that sounds pretty tin pot But as Scotia's just, just explained With the African Cup of Nations Coming up uh, We'll be losing players And um, other players Will be getting players back Etc, etc So no It doesn't look good Um Right now, and I would, I would fully expect it to go the way that we don't really want it to go. Um Carney, I don't really want it. Yes, carry on, mate. Yeah, because
0: it's came out earlier this afternoon. That the Championship clubs, League One, and League Two are just going to, you know, carry on. Yeah, through it. I don't, I can't, I don't, not sure if they have a winter break or not. Anyway, but they're still going to play their games over the Christmas period.
2: Whereas it's just they, they just don't, they don't I have, think. they don't have a winter break, Scotia, but. Oh, right. yeah. I, I don't I don't That's see why we need to stop our games when the championship league one league two are all playing their games. I think it's, I think it's a nonsense. We're only two weeks 13 days or whatever it is or 12 days away from from the break. We are three games away. It's to me if you can fulfill your games, play them. We went all the way through last season with covid situations and we all know Covid hurt Celtic the most out of any club in the world, <laughs> apparently, last season. Um, but it is what it is at the moment. We all know what it is. We could get hit with Covid. You just, if you can fulfil your fixtures, it needs to be done. And that's what's happening. St Mirren tonight playing Celtic. And St Mirren should come to Ibrox on the 26th and play us. And then we should go up, play the sheep, and then play that man, came over with their own ground. And that's it. Then we shut down for three weeks. Like you say, you can't just keep kicking it. Kicking the can down the road because we we can't we can't look into the future in three weeks and go ah oh, it's going to go all back to normal in three weeks because it probably isn't to be honest so
1: no of, of course it isn't especially when Nicholas Sturgeon's saying it will be reviewed in three weeks we all look COVID feels like it's been here our whole lives already it generally does and I, I know what's coming everybody. else no you're talking i think at least mid-february before you get full capacity stadiums at least uh, i don't think we'll get anywhere near it Uh, and now as you say you're going to have such a backlog of games to play and obviously we are still in a very important european competition not in the conference johnston's paint european competition that happens so there's just going to be this backlog and Obviously, with the African Cup of Nations players, our most informed player is not going to be here. And it, yeah, it, it, it just looks like it's all in the aid of one team. Uh, and I say as tin pot as that sounds, uh, to me, that's all this is about. It's about one team and one team alone. And it's going to happen. There's nothing you can do. Um, it's the same old Carney. SFA. Carry on.
0: Let me jump in, see for a wee bit of today that we could do. The rules, the, the SPFL rules state that if there's three players away for international duty, then you can request to get the game postponed, so 100%, Rangers, this Rangers happens, should be doing that. Rangers should be definitely doing that, if, if Aribo's still here at that <laughs> point, because there's worries that he'll maybe leave. But... Get,
3: get King back in, King will do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've, as I say, I think it's going to happen. It is, I mean, there's nothing, there's actually nothing you can do about it. This will happen now, and there's it's it's a sad state of affairs. There's not much Rangers can do about it. I know people might get angry at the club, but what can they do? you I mean it's ten against two? You can't really compete with that. Um nothing. Literally absolutely nothing you can do. Is there anything else to add on this, lads, before we move on and try and bring a wee bit of positivity back to back to our lives here instead of sitting talking about COVID, because I'm sure everybody, including me, is sick of it. Anything else to add, lads? Not really the champions really. will just go on with it, and that's it,
3: isn't it?
1: We will, that's the thing, we will um, As you say, remember Well, the last thing I'll say is I didn't realise Angebal mm-hmm. stood for terrified of Rangers um, So I've learned something new this week If if nothing at all, I have learned that So uh, I'm going to do something That I've not even told you about We're going to do a, a virtual But you don't actually get the present We're going to do a secret Santa But you just tell everybody what you would have got them And I'll go first to set the tone All right. So Ali my Christmas present to you is <laughs> a joke book, mate. So you don't use the same one all year. Um, I think that would be mine to you. Um, Ryan, it has to be a book on Ranger Strikers, mate. After your Marco Negri, um, Calamity and Scotia's, yours would be another hamster, mate, to be on the Wi Fi wheel. Um, so you'd, you'd your camera and that would work a wee bit better. Who wants to take a rash? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I wish I'd prepared for this. I, could have been I know. what i told That's a very underprepared podcast tonight. I'm telling you, I've not even, I've not even thought about it tonight. None of you get got nothing. God, right. thanks, lads, well, for all no, this, right. for well, this year. Well, Carney, Thank Carney, Carney, you for you, you for you, you, for, you Carney,
0: for you. I'd get um, a wee Rangers like baby girl thing. Oh yeah. Your recent that's news, right? right? That's so right. that's 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 <laughs> the only decent one I could think of.
1: <laughs> what would I get for Ali?
3: Uh,
2: can I, I'll get oh. you a
3: Rangers star t-shirt. Okay, thank you. All right, you're done. <laughs> right, I'll, Charlie, I'll get you,
2: I'll, I'll get you I'll, a. I'll, I'll get you a Brandon Barker. Um, oh, full size off. cut out. No, you can have No, grab no, like, no, the real Brandon Barker because he's been. <laughs> you seen. could probably afford them. Yeah. yeah, I'll buy you Brandon Barker. <laughs> <laughs> you can Do your grass Mine would get a knife the... On you go. No, on you go.
3: I forgot hey, you to doing. Nigeri- it's Christmas, I'm being nice. Hey, Ali, you're getting a Nigeria top with Aribo in the back. Of it uh, Scotia, you're getting a Romania top with Hadjo on the back. Of it. Done.
0: <laughs> Done. Hey. I'm getting Ryan Who's and Nike Marco Negri. Oh yeah,
1: definitely.
3: <laughs> I'll I'll never in let alley,
0: this I'll... down like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ali, I'd just get my Celtic top.
2: Well you can't be saying that in this podcast. Christ, <laughs> <laughs> get kicked off for that. Oh, right.
1: That has been done. That there, that was good. Now, um, what would we get, Jamie? Oh, fuck. Something for Alfie. Some dog yeah, thing. Yeah,
2: something
1: for Alfie. Alfie's got everything, but some time some so
0: time so that he can come back in the pod more often.
1: Yes. Some time. That's we, actually, we should, we'll chip in and buy in some time and we'll, we'll bring Jamie back on the podcast. I can't think of anything else I would get, Jamie. You kind of get him any cast door gear because he's got every fucking cast door jumper and t shirt that could so... sale.
2: They've got a sale at the moment. Six up to sixty or seventy percent off at the moment in certain stuff. I just got the email. Some good stuff if you go online, and have a look. Is oh,
3: he, Jamie some more? Is Jamie still modelling for Castor, yeah? I think so, mate. Yeah, I think he's still got I that still deal. Yeah, I think he's still,
1: yeah, still doing the modelling, ah, yeah. See, I, I hardly see him now, so it Go must on. be must be down to the Castor deal that he's got going. Um. So, I, yeah, well, they've, got, they've got
3: Wolves. They're doing Wolves as well, so he'll be doing the Wolves stops and the Wolves oh, range. i way down
1: to do Wolves. He and they've got Newcastle, so he'll be doing them as well, I'd imagine. I well, apparently there's, there's a Castor dog range coming out too, and Alfie's in the... And uh, oh, in, in the prime spot to get it, so I, mm.
3: Little
1: Jamie, eh? Yeah. Uh, right, you so well. Uh, we'll move on to, uh, we'll, we'll move it back to Ranger stuff. Um, obviously, it's about hard for us to sit here and try and preview a game that's probably not going to happen, let's be honest. Uh, it's hard to to look forward when we don't really know what's going to happen. Um, so we'll do something that I sent to you last night. I'm not sure if you said uh, a chance. One bit of this podcast that has actually been prepared uh, or thought about being prepared is we'll pick out a Rangers highlight that is not 55 because that's obviously our um, our highlight, but obviously Christmas and New Year's are time for reflection over the last year. So I think we would all agree 55 was the highlight, but what was your your Rangers highlight? Uh, any of you want to go first? particularly or John used to go round
3: you go Ryan. I'll start us off um, I think there's so many highlights for us I wanted to say Tommy Sheridan but obviously that's nothing technically to do with, <laughs> with Rangers um, and I couldn't pick out one video but there's so many of them but Tommy if you're watching thanks for everything this year it was absolutely magic watching over <laughs> those meltdowns uh, second of May last old fun game of the season uh, Terry Monroe was already dead and buried and we were still partying at that time it just felt like a great opportunity for us just to put them to bed and get a right good score on them um, I think the game when the game started it was at early doors think like Carl McGregor got a a yellow card for chopping uh, Kent down because Kent had put the ball through his legs uh, it wasn't long after he then got booked again for chopping Kamara as well that's how stupid Carl McGregor is he's straight into a tackle when he was already booked get sent off and we score from that that play Roof Chess into the goal it was a lovely goal um, they equalised and then upstep, step Alfredo he, can't, he scored against Celtic Morelos and mm-hmm. scores probably the most underrated old goal I've seen by the media I mean that was a rapid goal Nutmeg's brown and then Roof's it in at the top of the net in the media, well, the commentators react as if it's a tap a World-class goal in a, a massive game like that. So, we got 2-1, and then Roof scores a, a kind of training, training ground goal, uh, plays it out to the barris, it's barris just and it in, Roof heads it into the goal. 3-1, games by, and the cherry on top of the cake, 38 year old Jermaine Defoe turns the Prince of Coat Bridge inside out <laughs> leaves him on the floor. Chewing the champions stuff where we slots it past the keeper and makes it Rangers four, Celtic one. Rest in peace, Teddy Monroe. That was my favourite game of last season. My favourite moment of last season all this year.
1: It's hard to disagree with that one. That was that was fantastic that day. That really was. That had, everything that you wanted um, was was. Was that game uh, It had uh, literally had everything that went in our favour It really did, it was just a beautiful, beautiful day And that, see that Kamar Roof goal Doesn't get spoke about enough That was an absolute peach of a goal The way he set that up himself pretty much um, I'll go next My highlight of this year um, uh, The full year Is after the Old Firm win And I'm feeling it, come on and a full house at Ibrooks was singing, I'm feeling it. As I think about that, and as I was thinking about it today while I was in work, god you kind of wait the smile off my face when i think back on that that was a, a spectacular um spectacular occasion uh no keeper no manager no captain all due to covid no complaints from us we carried on and we get the job done uh and yeah I, i'm feeling it at the end that will that will live with me for a long time that that was very very special and uh i still smile about it uh, to this day uh, absolutely brilliant as I said they've tried to replicate it a few times after it and I'm like just let that lie <laughs> let that moment be that was tremendous don't try and do it again it was so good um so that was that was my I mean, so many highlights of the year but that's a, a right highlight for me um was that I've just loved it and screaming I'm feeling it at the top of my lungs it was it was great uh Scotia do you want to go next
0: yeah, well, a few of the guys there have posted that Jim Sloan and Michael Morgan and the likes have posted one of them. Um, and I've kind of cheated a wee bit. i picked two, one from last season and one from this season. And it was the That's Union fantastic. Bears on the Clydes before the before the Old Firm game. It was spectacular. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then this season, maybe not a massive highlight. Well, it was. It was the three friendlies at the start of the season because it was the first time I was back in Ibrox for God knows how long. So just being able, I was lucky enough to get tickets for all three of those games against Arsenal, Real Madrid, and Brighton. And obviously Shane Duffy was there for the for the Brighton game. And that was it was pretty funny to be honest. The, the amount of pelters he took off through that, that game. Oh, um, sure, so that's sorry,
2: could I just can I can I just break in there? There's there's breaking news from
1: Oh, is there?
2: Yes, the Scottish Premiership's winter break will start after Sunday's Boxing Day fixtures.
1: Right. That's crap.
2: So, still well, I well, so
1: yeah, so it it couldn't suit one more team more if you fucking scripted it. Honestly, um, it's blatant. We all know what's happened there. Um, well, I mean, we I don't think we've ever been live when there's been breaking news. God, I don't know what to do myself. I've not read it, so I'm uh, shocked. No, I'm not shocked. I knew it was going to no, happen. As soon as it, yeah, as soon as it mentioned, I knew it was going to happen. I'm I'm probably shocked that. We're actually playing Boxing Day. Uh, I'd imagine Sky maybe had something to say about that due to the TV fixtures and whatever else on Boxing Day. But um, I am not shocked. This is what happens. This is the the fucking SFA. This is Scottish football. They all bow down to one team. Um, We are Rangers, uh, Super Rangers, I think, and nobody likes us. And I'm pretty sure we don't care about that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What it is, Ryan, then add on
3: that. Ah, let's just I hope the players are as frustrated as the fans will be. We were all expecting that decision is done. Um let's just go in with it and let's beat them and leave them with no excuses and nothing but the tail between their legs. They can cuddle into that league cup, but let's do them. That should get some fire <laughs> in the players' belly.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um Scotia.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they always knew. Kind knew it was going to happen, but it looks like I was saying there should have been rather than having a vote like a couple of days before this all kicks off. It should have been stuff written in at the start of the season because we knew what was going on with COVID. Um, it just—it's the SPFL just been so short-sighted and self-interested. Now, don't get me wrong. Would would we have been slightly different if it, the shoe was on the other foot? I'd like to think not, but you know, we're football fans. We can be a bit hypocritical at times. Um, but it's just to suit, suit one team, really, only. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it's a bit of a scurrer. But like I say, if they do end up putting the old firm game as one of the first games back, we'll just use that, that wee rule that we've got to get the game postponed, just to put the boot right up them and get them to play it when their yeah, their wee boy, Kyogo and whoever else are away playing the World Cup qualifiers for the, their countries, because that happens in the middle of the season as well, just to get it right up them.
1: Yeah, I thought we were on a positive up spring on this pod. there getting over this, and that's just... Honestly, I'm trying my hardest not to get really annoyed about it. Brian, um, is that generally your boy? <laughs> <laughs> that
3: is my boy. Yeah, he must be sitting in must be something. I have been watching it. <laughs> that's true, Phil. I was just... Like, I, 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 I was like, oh, what the? fuck <laughs> That's great. I, man I, uh, that's true, I, I, um, Hi, like, You're you right get that green
2: uh, I'll you give you more change. break news. what's happening now this is what I for Keith Jackson Christ on Twitter oh god Celtic v Rangers now set for February the 2nd which I think is a Wednesday night
1: no not happening
2: and follow follow I've said it as well do you know
1: why do you know why they'll do that though well, that, I'll tell you something right now, you can guarantee that there'll be no fans back in the stadium by 2nd of February, that's exactly what that is, there is no chance they'll put that on a, a midweek game, no way, so that that almost tells you its own story there, I think, well, well I don't know, am I being a wee bit too pessimistic there? Um,
2: it's going around Twitter at the moment, that's 2nd uh, yeah, follow follow on about it. For fuck's sake! <laughs> what is
1: happening, man? Honestly, no now nah. ends right? Christ, there's no way. There's no way. So I, obviously, that obviously says to me that there won't be full. There won't, won't be. There's
3: a wee trivia for you. I think I know the answer to this. When was the last time we played them midweek? It was a terrible
1: game. That's all I know. It was a no. A league a cup game?
2: game or something. Was it?
3: That's a or
0: something, did, did we went? Did Avalanche we score one. an extra time or something? That's the one, come on down. Yeah. Well done, are they? I'm pretty sure that was the last one. No, there was, I'm mid-week. sure there was one in 2007 or 2008 that was midweek. Um, because we, we were watching it yeah, yeah. in the we were watching the Lansdowne pub and Great Western Road because they had a, like some Rangers fans up the top and then Celtic fans down the bottom. Was the, Wasn't great fun.
3: Was the McCoy's Lennon the McCoy's Lennon one? Was it not midweek?
0: Could
3: amazing, was it was dark, went, it was
0: dark. when they went all at each other. Yeah, that was a late night game when they both went at each other's throats. Yeah, uh,
1: maybe that one. I must agree with this comment though, by Robert. Uh, who cares what we beat them? Uh, I, I don't really care either. But I just think it's uh, I, I just think they won't. They won't put on. They won't put on a midweek game if fans are going to be allowed in. They're, they're, they just won't. I mean, we've got to kick off again half past eight on a Sunday morning do you know what I mean so it's like there's no chance they're going to they're going to play it they're going to have you know and games. all three
2: of our Nigerian players potentially are still away in that day and if Scotia's okay. correct in saying we can postpone that game I'll
1: be doing that well you, you can request to postpone it doesn't mean that you'll get it
0: I have not looked at the rules fully but I think you can request and all being fair and equal in the world which we know it's not and certainly not in the SPFL it probably will get booted back.
1: Yeah, or oh, teddy bears. Put that. Uh, I missed the night old fun games that are a bit different. A bit different because everybody's fucking hammered and can't remember it. <laughs> it's all day drinking, man. I would be two days off for me. I would need to take the day off work <laughs> the following day, so that's a two day off for me. So there's no chance I'm um, I'm I'm remembering it. Um, there you go, Cut, Steve, Stevie uh, alongside You African just got his. finishes
2: on the sixth
1: of February, so Nigerian players will probably be back before then depends how they go on I suppose I don't know whose favorites score so you tell me whose favorites for the African nations
0: Nigeria probably should be the it'll probably be like Algeria or Egypt maybe but I'm sure Nigeria finished third last time round and that obviously that third place playoff gets played the day before the final
1: so right. it would still be that same weekend if they managed to get that far again Aye. right well, there we go. As I say, that's some breaking news on a podcast. There we go. And uh, it's not news that we all want to hear. Unfortunately, what you gonna what are you gonna do? Literally, what can you do? The club are the club the club are pretty much defenseless against this. They can't they can't do anything. They can't they're not going to beat a 10-2 swing. Um it's as simple as that. So yeah, I'm I'm shocked that Boxing Day is even happening. I suppose it gives us something to look forward to uh, in the sense that we get to some watch rangers on boxing day, but it uh, will obviously be in front of the telly. Um but
0: I, so now we'll need to all think and pick our teams for the game, then. <laughs> yeah.
1: God, so we this will. Is game oh, fuck So okay. we will. We'll, we'll finish with that. We'll come on to that. We'll finish with that. Um, Ryan, I don't know if I think you'll be mind standing to you. you? Am I usual in here? <laughs> 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 He's like, I've, got, I've got,
3: I've got him, as you know. As you know, I've got him tonight. So he is sitting through that room probably a week laughed himself. He's, he's telling all his
1: pals and that now as well yeah, he telling all his mates that's, uh, awesome. that's great so right Ali we'll come back to you I think that's where we were um, for your Rangers highlight mate before we we're going to need to move on and speak about St More now the reason I didn't do it is I didn't think it was going to happen so um, yeah what was your, your Rangers highlight apart from 55 obviously
2: yeah I've, I've kind of I've parked that for the last season now that's kind of I'm moving on for 56, but look, to start the year last year, I thought um, their Dubai trip was brilliant. Just to because January is a bit of a shit month to be honest, and it was the COVID was back in, and they all went to Dubai and they took big that Julian who is, I've not seen him for Celtic yet, um, who was injured at the time over there, <laughs> caught COVID, and. Um, Neil Lennon went in his rant in the press and that their season utterly collapsed after then. Mm-hmm. Um that was a that was a, a good highlight because it was just it was in the press constantly. They were getting battered for the pillar of the posts and <laughs> it was just brilliant to watch. But I uh, my kind of high, Rangers highlight as I think one of the guys mentioned in the chat earlier on would be um just Joe Rebo, basically. Joe Rebo this season for me has been outstanding. That that when he pulled the ball out of the sky and then that we dribble Mental. away. Yeah.
1: He's
2: um I just think he's on another level, Joe Aribo. I've been saying it for bloody God knows how many weeks, but um I Joe Abo for me.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Uh, we all know how much you love spending time with that cardboard cutout of Rebo, mate so it's locked to yeah. my no, cupboard, Joe Rebo. He has been he's been a revelation. I know like we all know how much of a talent he is but some of the things that we've been witness to this season especially, it's just been incredible uh, and yeah, that <laughs> that kill out the sky just, everybody in ibrooks just stood up and just applauded, <laughs> just like, wow Joe, wow, very very uh, very very good, uh, so yeah I, I cannot um, I can't disagree with you, we'll quickly do the the other thing that I'd said to you uh, before, uh, we'll move on to this in one game so you are, your podcast highlight of the year, we've only been going now what, a, a year and two weeks or something eh, around there, uh, around that, uh, a year and two weeks. So, what's been your pod highlight, Ali? Oh, god, um, oh, god, god, why? Oh, god, you must have loved doing this pod, mate. If that's your reaction,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hang up, up a highlight. Um, I don't know because I've done it many buddy podcasts to be honest. Yeah, can I go for I, I don't mind? I, well, no, I would, I would say a highlight would be. Getting over a thousand subscribers for us on the podcast because I think we all looked at that a thousand and uh, way back months ago. And we were only over a hundred odd subscribers at that point, and we got to a thousand quite, quite quickly. And um, we're growing quite rapidly. Obviously, we we um, went to do the live show, and unfortunately, due to COVID and bloody Nicholas Sturgeon, we can't do that. I thought that was a highlight from where we've came from as a pod. We're only a year old, to be honest to mm-hmm. where we are now i thought that was a a good highlight in terms of where we are at this present point
1: cgm55 your highlight should be the day i subscribed <laughs> there you go well, he's, he's one of the
3: thirteen
2: hundred. So
1: there you go. very highly of yourself our cgm yeah. uh, that's good enough um my highlight was Scorza's reaction to getting called Neil Oliver. Uh, was <laughs> that a was character. brilliant. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Give I, it again, Scorza, did, come on. I did so well. Um, I'm not like you, Ali. <laughs> uh, I did so well to hold that together. If you haven't seen that, I think it's on, I think there was a lot, I think we did a live, a club preview i'm sure it was it was just me and you Scotia a couple weeks ago and the way you just broke into character mate. honestly mate, i nearly fell off this chair i was laughing that much it was superb the way that you handled it it was so funny uh i still watch it now mate i've actually screen recorded to be facts wee- <laughs> every <laughs> now and again i just watch you going this is scotland <laughs> it was outstanding um uh, Scotia, I'll come to you what's your what's been your pod highlight there's a
0: couple that probably won't make sense to many people listening, but probably well, I'm surprised it's not yours is the first one that we ever done for you didn't have to go back in and edit stuff because we kept oh, messing God, things right. up and saying stupid things. But yeah, we that's still probably do say stupid f- things, mate. Right. Oh, right. all the time. But um that that's probably more between us really. But um I would say probably doing these live broadcasts of it and then also the Q&As that we do they've been really good because you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what questions are going to come in and you're, have yeah, enjoyed them.
1: Yeah. Curry Muncher said when Carney did his first manscape, the other guy's faces were a picture. I think Ali did the first one. I'm sure Ali did year. the first. Yeah, did you did. No, that was, I couldn't hold that together. um uh, see, it's funny though. I mean, saying your balls will thank you. is a funny thing to say. So i I show my immaturity sometimes. Um, Ryan, obviously you've been—you're quite new to the podcast, mate—but um, a—but a solid member of the podcast at that, that mate—an integral part of this podcast. Um, what's been your highlight,
3: mate? I—I think I've settled in. I'm starting to be a first-team regular. I've yes, I've proved my worth in the transfer window. Yeah, so and <laughs> um, I've just enjoyed. I do. I know it's a cheesy answer, but I just enjoy coming on the board every every time I can with you and talking about Rangers, like your favourite subject. Um, I do remember lap, like, not, trying not to laugh when we were doing the Manscaped for the first time and I remember saying before we came on air I was like, I can't look at you and I looked at you, Carly and you were the worst person to look at because I could see you were proper kicking away to yourself like that yeah, and if you yeah. probably look back at it you probably see me try to hold it together while Ali's giving it the balls of thank you so that was really funny and I, I'm somebody who don't, I don't take myself seriously I, I love a laugh and when I came out with Marco Negri that day um from the Rangers if found he's not watched it your first eleven. And uh, I said Marco Negri's my first eleven, Carney obviously knew, but Arlene and Scotia's face, they were just like, Are you fucking serious? Marco Negri. Um aye. So many laughs on this and I'm really enjoying it, but um that's what it's all about, is it? and it's, I also enjoy interacting with the listeners. It's it's great the a laugh with them as well. I've just got a new highlight. <laughs> <Your> <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> yeah,
0: that takes the biscuit. That one.
3: Yeah, but
1: he's got to remember Santa's coming. By the way, he needs to be careful. I know. He's saying, "Yeah, uh, Santa sees everything." Uh, just you be careful. Giving, be careful, he, Harvey boy. That boy is
3: giving. He's giving it the and tonight. Like, but we'll see what happens when this broadcast goes off off here. Yeah. Absolutely,
1: um, we'd also have a really nice comment as well. Genuinely hope this podcast <coughs> continues, it will continue because we like to come on here and make an arse of ourselves by saying the wrong stuff all the time and just having a laugh. This is what it's all about, to be honest. Um, I was going to say something oh, on that, um, the manscape thing, Ali. It was actually the following podcast that it had to be read out, but it hadn't started yet. And I said to Ali and work, I was like, mate, you're going to you're going to need to read out this Manscaped bit. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? Sent it over to him he's reading it he's going, Danny, you say it, here, are thank you. I'm like, "Hi, mate, it's the first pod, mate, you're going to need to say it. It was only after the pod that I was like, you didn't have to read that out tonight, mate. I just wanted you to be the first one and not me.
2: doesn't bother me saying it, no. I catch you quite a lot talking about the Manscaped stuff.
1: Yeah, no, it was. It was really,
2: really funny. There's Stuart Keane in the comments saying, the sheep game away Tuesday the eighteenth of January, which is a bit of a bastard because I'm away down work. I'm away down south in my work that bloody day, so I won't be going out for dinner with them that night. I will be watching the game myself because I would imagine so, that's in Sky Sports.
1: Yeah, it will be. Um, exactly what will, will be. So we're playing it's Tuesday, Friday
2: then. No, no. Yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday. Oh, Come sorry, I've no, got the I'll no, Sterling Albion, nice, I sorry, yeah. God. I was
1: like, what? <laughs> I was like I thought, you got me all confused there. No, yes. Um yeah. so Tuesday, Friday, that's not ideal, is it? Look, we're all expected this. Um it is what it is. As I say, it really is, it is what it is. But we'll we'll move on, lads. Um we'll see what well coming up to um well now we need to speak about the St. Mun game. Um obviously it's now gonna happen. Obviously, quite hard to predict the way the um the way what St. Myrna state that St Myrne are going to be in. Um however Ali you did mention before we come on there that there's not as many of them out as you you first thought or as we were kinda of getting led to believe, I suppose. So what's um yeah. what's your thoughts ahead of the game against St. Myrne on Boxing yeah.
2: Day? Yeah. I had a quick look at their team tonight against against that mob. And um there was a guy on it who I'd assume was a St Myrne fan on their Twitter that was saying He was um, shocked. He thought it was going to be worse than what it was. There was eight, I think there was eight out of the 11 that's usually in their team. Their bench was all full of folk that have never played for St Mirren though, but the the first 11, there was eight out of 11 that you would recognise. So I I would fully expect Celtic to to beat them tonight. It'd be brilliant if they didn't. (laughs) It would be a bit of a laugh if that happened, but I fully expect them to do it. Um, St Mirren at They're a stuffy team when we go away to their ground to be honest, but at Ibrooks we usually take care of them. Yeah, they've got a few a few players missing with COVID and I I I would expect Rangers to to beat them convincingly on Boxing Day and also knowing that it's it is our last game as well. So they might want to go out and put on a show for the fans, even though we're not there. We're gonna be in or I'm gonna be in a pub, and amongst a lot of other Rangers fans, which I find bizarre that um, I can be in a pub with 100 Rangers fans all mixing very close to each other on the 26th, and yeah, it'll be weird. It will be weird watching the game back in the pub when it's an empty box. but I fully expect Rangers to, to do the business on Sunday.
1: Yeah, I would be, I would be shocked. I'd also be shocked if um celtic don't manage to convincingly beat them tonight um just due to the 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 kind of complications that have been through all this ryan it's quite it's quite a difficult it's quite difficult obviously we've got to completely change our mindset now in the sense of um we obviously thought we had quite a we'd three pretty not three games that we would be looking to take as many points from as possible. Now we've only got one against a team that we don't know how many players are in and how many players are out. So it's a completely different kind of feeling of the game. And again, I don't want to go down a whole negativity road and all this, but it doesn't really seem right. Brought this break forward. Why play this one game? Um, behind closed doors why do this uh, and again my mind my pessimistic mind mate is just going back well, because it suits Celtic
3: I've got to remember and I hope Ali takes note of this um, when he's in the pub in the 20 the, 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 the virus the deadly virus that's out there <laughs> doesn't become active until then so we're okay mm-hmm. to play this game and then yeah. just obviously watch yourselves after that guy just be aware stay safe and um, I fully like expect Rangers to kind of get three points against them. I don't see there'll be any problems, especially if they're, they're affected by Covid. I think the management team will be frustrated because they were just starting to get a bit of momentum. We're getting a run of wins together. I know we didn't play particularly well at the weekend, but the victory is there. Another three points, kept to zero. Rangers gain momentum and get through a what was supposed to be a sticky a sticky patch with the Livingston Hibs and Hearts away games. I think the players would be hungry for Aberdeen away and Celtic away. Now they've got to kinda of wait over this winter break and hope we don't get any COVID with the players or any players get pick up injuries. Um but in, in terms of the simple game I, I, no, I don't have any concerns, not in an arrogant way. I just don't foresee this Rangers team having any problems there. I hope that Van Bronck goes when when sitting defensive midfielder. I know he played Lundstrom and Kamara at the weekend and I don't think that was the best decision. I don't foresee him doing that again um, at the weekend. I think he'll play Kamara himself and, and will attack St Mirren. So I don't see any problems with, with that at all.
1: No, I actually said on the post-match, I said I, I don't think uh, Kamara and Haji playing the same team. I didn't mean that. I meant Kamara and Lundstrom because um, when I watched, that, I watched it back, I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? Um, I, I meant the... Kamara and Lundstrom and yeah um, Scotia, I think that's the only thing we can be sure of it cannot be as bad as the game against Dundee United
0: No Dundee United was the worst performance under Geo so far wasn't it so um, I'm glad we didn't have to review that game again because I wouldn't have enjoyed that very much to be honest (laughs) but yeah like the guys I'm fully expecting that this should be be a game that we handle fairly comfortably Um, I've got to say I do feel a bit sorry for St Mirren and I'm surprised they've not beaten been moaning more because did they not get hit with, like COVID? Play, players been out for COVID. I think two of their goalkeepers were out earlier in the season, and they were forced to play a game. So for St. Mirren to have to play the two best teams in the league back to back when they're really depleted, I do have to say I feel a wee bit um, sorry for St. Mirren. But just got
1: all made I don't and go out and. I don't. Them. Did you see what did you see what no. our manager was on Sunday? I oh, like, so I was
0: I. So <laughs> yeah.
1: I could not care. That guy has got one agenda and one agenda only. So I am not bothered that St Mirren have to do this.
2: I but Scotia, the St Mirren haven't, haven't been affected like I said earlier on as much as Celtic with COVID. So kind <laughs> <can't> of feel <laughs> that. sorry for them. Remember what Celtic yeah. went well, they last have. season? Yeah.
1: I suppose remember
2: back Can, in the old can I just
1: say? Game, I, sorry.
2: Can I just say a quick thing on the fixture list? I I just think it's a nonsense. I know we're going back over old ground here a wee bit again, but I'm just looking at the fixture list with the new fixtures in date now. So we start on the Tuesday the 18th to Aberdeen. On the Friday night, we play Stirling Albion. Then on the Wednesday night, we're at home to Livingston. Then on the Saturday, we're away to Ross County. Then on Tuesday the 2nd of February... We're away to Celtic. Then on Saturday, the fifth of February, we're at home at Hearts. And then on Wednesday, the 9th, we're at home to Hibs. It's completely oh. congested. It is.
0: And then the Bristol Dortmund games the week after that as well.
2: Yeah, it's it's. I really don't know what the thinking behind all this is. It's an nonsense, man. It's just made it even worse now the congestion.
1: Yeah, they, they have they have <laughs> made it worse. Uh, <laughs> the CJ is great, good. Saint Mon will be off to Dubai after Sunday, I uh, very possibly. Um, oh, an all expenses paid trip by uh, another club in Glasgow. Yeah, I mean, Scotia. Did I come to you about Saint Mon there? Did I? I can't even remember. Oh, did you, I, you asked me about Saint Mon yeah. Thank God, because uh, I thought I was losing my mind there. I'm just, I'm a wee, I'm getting annoyed here, and I didn't want to get annoyed in the pod, but I'm getting annoyed at all this because of the way it's happened and. Yeah, we've just got taken kind a of step back and take it. I suppose, and the SFA—they've just created problems. That's all they've done here. Um, such as life, you can't really do anything about it. Need you just kind of build the reason go over it. We'll try and predict a team um, for it. Ali, you can go first, mate. What's your your
2: score? Uh, your score prediction and your team prediction. The right. team: Jagger, Tav, um, Goldson, Bassey. I think Barris hopefully should be back because I think it was just a flu he had or whatever. Um, Then it will be Kamara, Arfield, um, Kent, Aribo, Sakala, Morelos. That's my team. Nay Hadji, I know he get man in the match um, and Saturday and he put a fantastic <laughs> performance in, but um, Hadji will need to take a seat in the bench for me on Sunday. Sorry, Hadji. Sorry, Scotia yeah, as well. Oh, and sorry, my scoreline is 3 um, 0 Rangers and Morelos, first goal scorer.
1: Fair enough. Um, make it simple, mate. My, my team would be exactly the same. I, I don't think I would change anything from that. I was thinking, as you were saying, I thought you were going to leave Arrivo out again there. I was no, like, no, he's no. going to forget about Arrivo. <laughs> uh, no i think i would be exactly the same i can't think of anything that i would change with that um i know had you got a hard time but he was he was poor he was poor and i think you've got to you've got to be honest when that player doesn't play very well and the man of the match thing i think i've I've had the rumble around ibrox after that everyone was like sorry what uh there's just no way, um, it was just a poor game for him. Look, it's these are it's going to happen, um, but when you're playing poor, maybe not the with the last try, like last kick of the ball, not the best idea, and then put it of the park, not the best idea to do. Uh, so no, did I apologize
3: straight
1: team. away. He did, yes, he did, mate. Sorry, I know Scotia, cool, so you can stick up for him, I do apologize. Um, I don't <laughs> want to be too harsh on him, but I would, I would certainly be playing Chicala in front of him on uh, Boxing Day, and I'll go two 0 and I'll go Ryan Kent to score first. Uh, Ryan, your team and your score.
3: It's hard. It's hard to disagree with that team. I can't really think of who it would who it would change with that team. It's you know we are to see if attack teams like this and Sakala like Kent and Alfie up front are the are my front three. That's who I would pick. Um, and just an to float where he wants. doing what he does, linking the forward and the midfielders. Yeah, that's the team I, w- I would like to see. Um, and I will go 3-0 Rangers, stick with Alfie, Alfie, first goal scorer. And when I heard Hadji was man of match, I actually didn't know Scotia was uh, sponsoring the match on Saturday. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Could, could, could be
1: number for you, Scotia. Fair play. He used his, he used his money makes on OnlyFans, mate, to to sponsor the game. <laughs> um so well fair play to Scotia, man. He's the one making the money, but yeah, I didn't realise <laughs> Scotia was a match sponsor. He kept it very quiet. <laughs> Scott, you uh, don't give out your OnlyFans, mate, God, you're not able to deal with the, the demand. Um mm-hmm. your team mate and your your score prediction.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would have had a far different team had the news not come through there um, for this game. But my team's exactly the same as yours and Ali's. Um and same as Ryan. We score three 0 with Sakala to score first. Although what I would say, if Paris, obviously we don't, we've not heard any press conference yet. So if Barris it's just still yeah. out. I would fully expect to see Patterson back in the team at left back because. I see Everton are back sniffing about him for the January transfer window, aren't they?
1: Yeah. I think Curry Muncher mentioned that earlier on. Where is it? Um what do you think of the nine ten million the nine ten million bid for Parson from Everton? Um I'll <sighs> come back to you. You meant you just brought it up there. So what do you think? Would they go? Um
0: I think we would need to consider looking at that. Give I mean We know he's a prospect, but he's not been playing week in, week out. I wouldn't want to see him go, but for £10 million, I think we really seriously need to look at that because obviously, what this, well, the the fixtures are rearranged, but I fully don't expect full crowds back for these games when they've been rearranged. So the club are going to lose out on some money, you would think. So again, that heightens the need for us to sell players. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him go. I wouldn't want them to, though.
2: Somebody will go in January, I think. There'll be yeah. a, a there'll be a big a blue chip player if you want to say for decent money will go in January. We just hope it's not Joe Rebel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't mark I'm probably to cope with that, honestly. But one um, one
2: will go. One will go. I don't, I, I don't think and I, a... Yeah, and I expect us to bring in a centre half and potentially a right sided player winger.
1: Yeah, Ali's very good at rolling every question I was about to ask all into one. Um, <laughs> very, good very, very good at that. Uh, well, i talked about Parson and the next thing he's rounded up everything that I was going to say. Um, Ryan, I'll come to you 10 million for Parson. I mean, it seems cheap, it really does seem cheap, obviously we always say Rangers need to sell players. We don't need to, but the business model that we are running on, there is a requirement for players to be moved on. We are a selling club. That is what we are. 10 million for Parson. I don't know. I think that's something that could tempt the board.
3: That's what I feared. It really is what I feared. And um, all that's going through my head just now and repeat is that uh, clip from This Is England where Stephen Graham walks through the shopkeeper's door and bandages and machete and says, get your hands off him now. That's all I can stop I can't stop thinking about that at the moment. I don't want us to sell him because I know Tavernier splits his support a lot. Whether you like him or not, or Tavernier's not going to be here forever. He's not going to be here for a lot longer. I played that level a lot longer. Nathan Parts is the future, Avengers for me, and oh, I know I know where I know where a selling club and I know it'll probably be convenient for the board to just let not a first-team player go for a lot of money because that 10 million is a lot of money but i'll be gutted if he goes but at the same time it, it would make sense
1: yeah and i, I know and people are saying in the comments i can see it Ten millions million's a joke etc and it is it generally is for what they pay for players in the premier league it's Stupid, like it's not even comparable. But we're not in the Premier League, and you've got to try and sometimes take that out of it. Ten million to any Scottish club, Celtic included. There's a lot of money. Uh, I said the same thing about Joe Aribo. If somebody can run for twenty million for Joe Aribo, Rangers won't say no to that. Same way Celtic, when they say twenty million for the best midfielder in Scotland, David Turnbull, they would take twenty million for him. Of course, they would. They're not daft. Do you know what I mean? It's like it would happen, and it is. It's hard. It's hard to. Compete with the money in English Premier League, it isn't possible to do so. So you've got to sometimes be trying and, try and be realistic. And it's just, it is. it's a factor of where we are, it's a factor of where we play football, it's a factor of where our team plays football, unfortunately. And yeah, I just think 10 million might have the. The board twitching A wee bit thinking 10 million is quite a good bid uh, And he will Somebody said as well I don't know what it was He'll be worth 35 million In two years Yes he will be He'll be worth 50 million In three years Four years He will That's, that's the way of the world But I do have every faith In Ross, Ross Wilson To have the right The right The right contracting place for Rangers in terms of sell-ons instead of everything else that goes on along with that. So, yeah, I would I would expect that to be done properly. Look, gentlemen, we've ran on for an hour, just over an hour. Ryan, I know you want to get away, mate, and Talk to your lad I was going to say boot i square in the, That's nads, the mate, but I don't want to get you in trouble <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble You, do, you don't hit your boy Before Andy says in. Uh, Brian doesn't hit his boy uh, Of course he doesn't uh, So yeah That'll do us for tonight um, Look this is We don't know what's going to happen Over the next three weeks We don't know when we're going to get back to football um, One thing that I've guarantee everyone is that we won't go anywhere we will continue to bring you podcasts we'll continue to bring you the actions after games we will be here through the winter break we're not doing our live show now we will plan shows we'll do different things we'll do live shows everybody can come on we can ask us all questions um whatever you like but we won't go anywhere and um, we will continue to to battle on through this as champions do so to everybody that's tuned in left us a message subscribe to the youtube channel that's like the videos, that's left a comment that's told our pals about us it. It everybody, I wish you all the, the very merriest of Christmases I hope Santa is good to every single one of you Um as I say we will be back on Sunday after the game but if you if you can't do it, you're too busy with family or everything else then um have a good new year as well, so Ali Merry Christmas mate uh, and uh, thank you for your time tonight
2: Yeah, just echo what you said there to all the, all the guys and girls that listen to us out there to to have a merry Christmas and enjoy the game in Boxing Day, wherever you wherever you're going to watch it. I, like I said before, I will be I will be watching it in the pub. Um, and yeah, Merry Christmas to all all three of the guys on the on the podcast here, and, and hope you have a good year. And hopefully, hopefully next year is the year of fifty six.
1: I hope so. Uh, I hope so, um, Ryan. Merry Christmas, mate. And I hope um I hope we've brought a wee bit of uh we went up and down. It was like a roller coaster tonight. We went from negative to positive and negative to positive, but hopefully we've we've lifted the Christmas spirits a wee bit. But Merry Christmas to you and your soon to be uh battered son.
3: <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Merry Christmas, boys. I always have a, a great Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone who is listening and watch watches the pod. Um remember ranges are seven points clear. No matter what happens, we are seven points clear in our champions We're in a great position. So just don't bite with them. Um, it will feel even better when we beat them in New Year. That's the way I'm going to look at it. And I am going to go through to my living room and I'm going to shave my son's head with a manscaper. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 yes, yeah, I
1: definitely should. Mate. I don't know if you'd enjoy that too much. Oh, that's brilliant. Scotia, yeah. Um... Merry Christmas, mate, um, and I'll hopefully speak to you in Boxing
0: Day. Yeah, Merry Christmas to the three of yous, and Merry Christmas to all the listeners. really enjoyed it this year. It's been a really fun pod to do because we've been so good, and even when we were poor, we were winning games most of the time, so really yeah. enjoyed it, and yeah, just hope everyone has a good 2022 when we get round to it, although I'm sure we'll be back before then.
1: Yes. Um... Yeah, so they say that'll do us tonight. Um, On a personal note, I thank the guys for dealing with me all the time, constantly getting them to do different things and different things for the podcast. I really do appreciate it. uh, I can be a pain in the arse and I know I can and also um, Merry Christmas to, to Jamie, um, hopefully we'll see Jamie back in more regular occurrence very very soon, uh, so Merry Christmas to Jamie as well, but Merry Christmas to everybody enjoy the festive period, enjoy the, the, the game on Boxing Day because God knows the next time I'm going to get to go see Rangers with uh, our own two eyes again, as always please like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel give us a wee 5 star rating on Apple Podcast. we will be back in one way or another uh, on Boxing Day after the game so until we speak to you enjoy your Christmas. hope Santa's good to you we'll speak to you all next time cheers everyone